0: nifty podcast presented by party fish media a showcase of the best emerging filmmakers under the age of 25 from all around the world film starts here at nifty 2018 presented by oculus from seattle washington uh hi i'm rob spiwak one of the programmers of nifty 2018 and i'm sitting down with the director of his film the trespasser this william alexander boyd III. Um, and great, it's great to have you here.
1: Yeah, thanks so much, man. This yeah. a good intro.
0: Yeah, Very Could, solid. <laughs> would you um, would you pronounce um, the translated
1: title of the film for me? Okay, cool. So, uh, I'll give a bit of context. Yeah. I'm Nigerian. Oh, okay. I'm from the south. Uh, I'm my tribe is the Igbo tribe. Mm-hmm. So that is basically pronounced as Onye Nyeffie. Onye Yeah. It's wow. um pretty much translates to the trespasser or, or he who trespasses, mm-hmm. you know, and it's um so yeah, for my tribe evil that's what it that's what it translates to I think the original title mm-hmm. um I was struggling mm-hmm. with that for a while, and um I guess no one knows where it actually came from, Sure. Well, uh, so I guess I'll like say it here. For the, the yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like, uh, it's actually very, very no, not what you expect. Mm-hmm. So basically, I, w- I was playing around with the concept, yeah. and it was going through drafts and stuff, and it was still called Untitled. Mm-hmm. So um, <laughs> me and my friends are playing uh, Destiny, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is a video game. And uh, I was like, come on, I I don't know the title of this film. I was really annoyed. And at that moment, I unlocked a weapon, and it was called The Trespasser. I was like, that would be a great title. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, you know what, I'll do it. I'll I'll make it the title. And it just so happens that, ironically, me saying that when I put it in the title actually made a lot of sense because of what the whole film was about. Yeah. And then, you know we kind of like reverse engineered it because I knew I wanted it to be connected to my Nigerian roots. So mm-hmm. then One and was the, does the translation. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of going going backwards from yeah. there.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's, that's awesome. Um, so um, tell us a little bit, like give us like a quick little synopsis. Just tell us about um, the film for the
1: listeners that like maybe haven't seen it yet. Okay, so um, the film is at its core uh, an African folktale told in London. Mm -hmm. And it's about a young man who is stuck in a time loop by a demon called the Trespasser. Mm -hmm. And in order to escape, he has to confront the demon and his relationship with his late grandmother. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's the movie in a nutshell. It's it's a film about um, loss, about grieving, regret, and, you know, mourning. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And... Above all else, it's a film about love, Yeah, you know, and um, I think we've gotten some really good reception mm-hmm. in the film So I'm, I'm, I'm really happy with it. Yeah, yeah,
0: and so um, there's the dedication at the end um, to your grandmother yes. and so um, I w- Assume that um, you know her your relationship with her was a little bit of the inspiration for the film too. Yes
1: Yes, I I didn't have the easiest relationship with my grandmother. Mm-hmm. I won't lie, like my family wasn't the, you know, oh, the mom and dad and the grandparents and all that. No, it's not. Um, we, how would I say, in the, in the, the film kind of explores the idea that I think a lot of people have with their grandparents in the sense of like when you're younger, you're really close to them. Mm-hmm. And when you grow up, you become further apart.
0: Yeah.
1: and. That was pretty much what happened to me. Not everyone, but, but me personally. And kind of like the the idea that we go very separated and you know, they, a lot of it was kind of on me. Mm-hmm. You know, just growing up being stubborn. But the difference was that before, because she passed away from cancer. Okay. And um, it wasn't a slow thing like she had it, she, uh, she, she beat it, it came back. So when, before she left, we knew she was going. Mm-hmm. And so I had the time with you know, my sister coming, my mother coming to spend time with her, you know, in the years leading up to actually put an effort, you know, actually reconnect. Yeah. And the two days before she left, um, she left us. I was in the uh, hospital room and I asked everyone to leave. And I just had a heart to heart with her. And we, we left, as we, I, I say, I tried to just leave everything said, you know, we do not want yeah. anything to be left unsaid. And a couple of days later she passed away, and it was a thing where I, after I kind of was getting back into, like I, I was grieving and everything, I started to realize how lucky I was that I was able to, you know, say everything and to have that conversation. Yeah. And my character in the film was just the dreading, like imagine if I didn't,
0: mm-hmm.
1: what would that have done to me? You yeah, know, uh, that's kind of what I was exploring in my film.
0: Yeah, it would have been you know this this oppressive force that you wouldn't be able to get away from. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so, yeah. So what was it? Um, you I think uh, you said this is uh, this is your first film. Yeah. And so, yeah. what was that like? You know, dealing with such a personal, such a personal to you, you know, subject matter, um, and exploring that through the medium of film.
1: Well, there there are two things. Um, the first one being that uh, yes, it's my first film, mm-hmm. but I I have years and years of experience making films oh. in the sense of like I um, by the time I had done this, I had done four years in film school. Okay. I had done two years studying media in my A levels. I had been I was a child actor oh, okay. before that. I did internships in sound post production, so I have been filming stuff, but I hadn't done a short film. Yeah. I kind of wanted to. Just go in and learn everything, hone my craft, and like this film is kind of like my coming out. You know, it's kind of like me saying, "This is why I learned. This is who I am. This is just just showing, showing who I am, showing the world that this is me coming coming forth uh, on on stage." Yeah. And um, so, in that regard, I it's I kind of dealt with it because I've been on set, I've been shooting stuff for quite a while. But it was the ho- one of the hardest things I've had to ever do, yeah, mainly just because um, it was the the writing, the writing what, what was what was horrible mm-hmm. because um, it was still raw. yeah this was like a therapeutic thing totally In a sense. I would um, I so write, I would um, have to play music before because I think it sounds very important for me, but like um, to in the right mindset, what would happen with that? Uh, when I was younger, after my mom lost her dad,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, sometimes she would like just uh, I'll be in her room with her, and she'd just hold me, and she would play to dance with my father again, and uh, you know lean on me stuff like that, and yeah. just like want to cry and cry, and I'd be there with her just holding me, and you know I understood. So like it was uh, I before every writing session I would play, lean on me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, I would play that once, and I would sometimes cry, and they'll just, just go me there. And that's when I would write.
0: Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah, just to put you in the right headspace to, yeah. to, you know, kind of work through all of this. Yeah. And so um, the actor, the lead actor in your film that um, is essentially, you know, the proxy for you, yeah. Yeah. Um, how, how did you work with him to, you know, get him on that? on that same level of understanding of going through all these emotions?
1: Um, Frank, who is the actor, he is awesome. Mm-hmm. He's, he when we shot it, we shot it in 2017. Okay. He's, he was still, it was kind of like his first couple years as an actor, so it was still a bit green. And with that, I kind of knew it was going to be a very internalizing piece. Yeah. So I kind of wanted to get him on board as early as possible, and going over stuff with him, going over notes with him. We had rehearsals beforehand, which was very helpful because the shooting was was ridiculous. We had to shoot 40 scenes in <laughs> in four days. Yeah, yeah. And um, so, got him on board early it was just really get him into the into the mindset, letting him understand the culture and the reason behind everything. Mm-hmm but you know, and all the beats and just the rehearsal, that was really good. But the best parts were that on the set, uh, I, I don't really like being like a video village. Okay. Yeah. So I had the wireless monitor. Yeah. And I would literally just be beside him. Mm-hmm. A lot of <laughs> quite a few shots in the film, I am actually in the shot just hiding behind something. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's just like I'm just there because I just want to be there with him, just yeah. to be comfortable with him. You know, like after everything, just go straight to him and like talk things over. It was a, it was a lot of communication because I had gone over everything with the DP and with my AD and my art directors, so they knew what they were doing. Mm-hmm. I, it just gave me the space and time to just focus really on it with him. And like one of the, the only dialogue scene he has in the film, which is like a like a mid shot to a close up, Yeah, I'm literally just beside him. Like he can, I'm him in his peripheral vision. Oh my gosh.
0: Yeah. Wow, that's, that's, that's great that you were able to um, like have a shoot where I mean it's it's one thing to you know get on the same level emotionally, but that you were able to also like physically be, you know, kind of going through, you know, the story with him too. That's that's awesome. Mm. Um, and so, uh, where was the um, the intention behind having this be like a time loop too? Because he's trapped in that, that yeah. resetting time loop every time the the trespasser gets him.
1: Yeah, the thing where. I had that idea for so long. i have, I had that idea since I was in A levels. That's the equivalent of like the last two years of high school. Okay. So I've had it for like years. You know, I want just the idea of someone being stuck in this time I've and trying to escape.
0: Yeah.
1: And initially, it's been going through so many iterations. One at one point it was in the countryside. At one point it was in Birmingham. Mm-hmm. It was in a high-rise. One time we had it was the vampires that were chasing him. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> and um, I it was an idea. I just like kept and sat and I just let let sit. And when I did my masters, I, at the first day of orientation, because I knew that in my BA I didn't do a, a film mm-hmm. and I was really annoyed about that. So my MA said I was going to do a film. So during orientation I was saying like at the end of the year we'll do a film. So at that moment, that's when I made a decision. I will do this idea. Yeah, doesn't matter where it goes. I'm going to pick this and stick with it. And it changed a lot because mm-hmm. the initial idea was supposed to be like a thriller psychological game, you know? Yeah, yeah. Where it's like a cat and mouse. He's, he's, uh, it was like, kind of like a video game. Mm-hmm. He, the first thing was trying to get out of the apartment. After that, trying to get out the building. After yeah. that, trying to get out the street. And each time he's dying and each time he's learning, and then it's about beating the trespasser. And, um,. It was going that way, and uh, it was pretty cool because I I I do like that whole thing of like you know trying to want like you know learning from your mistakes because I think that's what we do in life you know and just having it like wherever like the stakes are life and death literally yeah yeah you know Um, but the issue with that was like yeah the issue with that was I feel it could have been good Mm -hmm. it could have been good it's just my grandma passed. And it was a, I put it aside, when I brought it back, I realized I wanted to kind of, because I had just gone through the process, it was my family, I'm going to go through the process, so I wanted Mm -hmm. to get the family into it, you know? And it just didn't fit, you know? Mm -hmm. There was a scene where he, like, called his mom and she, like, gave him information and supported him, but it just didn't fit in the script, you know? And... My tutor was like, "Implement." You say you want family, implement your grandma, and I was like, "No, I don't want to."
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it took me weeks, and I was like, "Fine, whatever. I'll try will try." You know, and then when I did, I, I, I remember the problem was like, "Oh shoot, it's actually working." Yeah, yeah. Damn it, it's actually <laughs> working. And then I was like, oh. "So I just kind of stuck with it and like went along with it." But the whole but that time loop thing is, just, it's 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 cool. Learning from your mistakes mm-hmm. and growing from it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like a really cool metaphor for life. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes I, really, I really wanted to explore. You know, yeah, so. totally. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, so uh, the other thing I kind of wanted to touch on was um, kind of the design of of the trespasser itself. Mm. You know, it's this very ornate mm. um, costuming. Like, yeah. where, where did all that come from?
1: Oh, oh <laughs> So in Nigeria, we have these things called, in most West Africa, we have these things called masquerades. mm mm-hmm. And they're kind of like the trespassers' looks, you know, like very earthy, big things, hats, arms long. You have some that are tall, mm-hmm. you know. And these things are terrifying. Yeah, yeah. And they only come out during celebrations or during times of terror. Okay. And there's just this whole thing about them that, like, sometimes there are people inside, sometimes they are not. In Nigeria, there is a massive thing of, like, witchcraft. Like, around the world, a lot of people think, like, oh, yeah, juju, witchcraft, you know? Yeah, sure. It's like things that are in the past, like, no, when you're there, when you're growing up, this isn't stuff that's like on books. This is stuff that you hear. Oh, um, did you hear in the in the, my, my village this dude just did this to his family? Mm-hmm. Or he just disappeared. These masquerades just came in. And it's like, that's the thing. You grow up with that. Yeah. It's, not, it's not fairy tales. It's not story. It's reality. It's just like word of mouth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And the masquerades are things that, oh, it's like... It's everywhere, steeped in our culture, but there's a lot of mystery surrounding them, you know? Yeah. And like, you hear these crazy stories of like, a masquerade's dancing crazily, because they don't move like, they don't move, they move in a kind of like a convulging, dancing kind of Something way. Something
0: very like that doesn't seem right. Like, yeah. Yeah.
1: And you hear this crazy story like, you know, it, it was convulging, it, it, it like fell on the ground, it became flat, everybody's Whoa. looking, then boom, it comes up, continues to dance, people start to run away. It's like sometimes if, if a masquerade appears and, you, and like it's not supposed to. Do not look at it in the eyes. Yeah. You know, it's like close your eyes and just like stay there, let, let it pass. You know, and that that stuff terrifies me. Oh, sure. When I when I when I was younger, it's like they had like some masquerade artifacts in museums, and I was like, I wouldn't go to that section. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, you know what? Well, let me let me share the, my terror with the world. There you go. Yeah. And <laughs> um, you know, so I think from the beginning I knew that one was like, okay, fine. What kind of design do I want this monster? I was like, to be fair, because I live in London. I also love American cinema, mm-hmm. even Asian cinema. Uh, so I kind of like knew what kind of people expect from monsters and demons. Sure. Yeah, a, a large influence for me was actually the the Babadook. Oh, okay. Yeah. Have you seen the Babadook? Yes. Yeah. So I you just watched it recently. It's yeah. So good. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, such a good movie. But with that, it's like that and The Witcher. Mm-hmm. They kind of used their own lore to showcase this demons, entities, monsters. And it w- I, that kind of subconsciously let me know that since it has to do with like, I'm trying to embrace the African side of me, I wanted to be an African uh, mm-hmm. spirit and, and lore. So it was kind of like a no-brainer. Yeah. I, once, once I knew that, I was like, they, they terrify me. Yeah, that, yeah. That, That's the thing. And um, our art director slash costume designer did a fantastic job, because mm-hmm. um, the mask and the face uh, I found, because I knew it was going to be very specific. Mm-hmm. So I helped, I had help with some people like the coloring and shapes and stuff. So we got the mask, but then she designed the attire. Like she got all the pieces together. I told her how to put it together, how we wanted it. The massive hat yeah, is yeah. a very important element of it, and um, it just it just came all it just came together well. You know, I crazy thing was that. Uh, I actually found out, saw the design, mm-hmm. two days before we shot the film. Wow! Yeah, so two days before we shot the film, I wasn't sure how it was going to look. Yeah, and because uh, we had the mask, but oh, I just I, I we were I was just like I put all my faith in her. Yeah, because, sure. Because like I think that was one thing with the film. It's like we had so little budget. Mm-hmm. We shot four days. Yeah, we shot on the Red Epic Dragon. We had uh 15 man crew some days you know Mm -hmm. so it was a massive production we didn't have the money to afford it so we just favors and and i just like put so much faith in my my crew yeah because i believed in them they believed in me they were all helping me from the goodness of their heart and um so we just all it was the costume was one of the things where i i believed in her yeah she knew i knew what i wanted and i knew she she did so much research into it and um so when i actually saw the second i saw it even just the pieces I knew that I this was it did
0: you do what the character did when you said no and you left <laughs> <laughs>
1: that, that that wasn't that actually wasn't supposed to be funny
0: yeah no I, I was yeah. at the screening last night big, yeah. big laughs. laughs.
1: yeah I know like because that that's the funny that that's the thing I, I understand now it's funny and mm-hmm. I'm really happy about that but when I was writing it
0: mm-hmm.
1: when we were actually shooting it it was serious yeah because I was actually just putting in my mind that like how would I respond? Yeah, Because yeah. I mean I see horror films and I'm like, nah, man. Yeah, no. yeah. Like there was a there was a really good film that was shown yesterday, um I forget the name, but it was mm-hmm. like a little girl is befriending this alien spirit. Oh uh, oh wild. That's Wild, wild. Morgana and McKenzie's yeah, film. Yeah, yeah. Really really good film. So I saw that and there's the scene where She's in the alien space, and then the mm-hmm. thing comes, and I was like, no, <laughs> no, like, run, child, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. And um, so that was literally just me, like, how would I respond to this? Nah. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, even my actor on the set, he was like, oh, should he put up his finger and wave? I was like, no, like, dude, just do it, do it normally. Yeah, it's like, yeah. He was like, nah, you're running. And then it was my graduation screening. We had, like, a 600-man theater packed. Wow. And then... We had the scene, and he says nah, and I felt my she my seat shaking, and oh that's God. when I was like, oh yeah, it makes sense, <laughs> it makes sense, you know, and uh, that's great. yeah.
0: Um, so um, what uh, how, how do you feel? Um, screening here at Nifty went. Uh, how did you feel after after the block, the screening block?
1: I was buzzing, yeah yeah so I was really, really buzzing because um i I didn't know what to expect mm-hmm. i kind of I've seen the film so many times, so you know like you only see the bad things, yeah, but I kind of like knew that people that see the film had a good reaction to it, mm-hmm. but i just I wasn't expecting as much as much love as I got, wow. Yeah, just because it was just, like, I was just walking, like, even the people on stage that were was, was, was beside me with their own films, you know, I was kind of like, yo, you guys did some, some great films, and they like, oh my goodness, you did some amazing films, <laughs> and I'm a massive man, yeah. you know, so it's like, and they were, they were younger than me, so, like, looking at these, like, kids, just looking up at me, I was like, oh my goodness, like, you're <laughs> awesome, and I'm like, oh, okay, thanks, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. and then just everyone, the, the crowds, people just coming and saying they, they love my film, and yeah. it felt, it felt awesome, and I'm, I made the film to connect with people, yeah. and it—it it literally, above it doing well anywhere. It's just that connection and like the, the the audience that was here, it was pretty much a packed house. Mm-hmm. You know, they were all into the film and it's—it's it's, they really appreciated it, and it was it was a special experience. You know, yeah. And um, I've been to other festivals with um, other of my friends' stuff and like, especially festivals in, in England. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, they're dead. Yeah, they are absolutely dead. Like, cause English people they're very polite, mm-hmm. you know. So it's just kind of like you know, and the films they tend to be more relaxed. Yeah, you can get reactions out of them. So like the laughs that did get reactions, I mean, the nod that did get reactions. Yeah, but you know, afterwards they just they come to you. Oh, I really enjoyed your film. You know, thank you very much. And they they leave. You know. Yeah. yeah. But here. Everyone's like, "Oh my goodness! And, yeah. I loved your film. You know, I want to talk to you. And mm-hmm. it's it's really cool. You know." That's great.
0: That's yeah. great to hear. Yeah. Um, and so, what's uh, what's what are you working on? Anything new? What's what's next for you after after this? Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, I'm working on a couple things actually, mm-hmm. but the next thing I really want to hit home is I'm I'm developing a feature film and a short film, mm-hmm. and they all tie into this universe. Yeah. So I'm trying to like expand it and make a a film slash universe, like a film universe where it's like, it's this like modern day take on West African witchcraft and yeah. spiritualism, you know. And um, this film was the first mm-hmm. in it, and I'm currently developing another short film, which I am, hoping to get finance for and um, and support for and it's I, I can tell you the title. I, I don't want to give too much away. Sure. But I'll tell you the Nigerian title the Igbo title. It's called Uncho Inugi mm-hmm. and it means I want to hear you. Okay. And I'm exploring I can't say too much but it is it is going to be a fascinating one. It's, cool. It's a, it's a love story but it's a love story that's mixed together with witchcraft yeah and it's um really excited for that one awesome hopefully I can get it done to be in next year's nifty that'd be
0: great we look forward to seeing it oh, yeah see yeah um, so where can people uh, follow your work and you know look for updates on uh, this on the trespasser and then also the next stuff?
1: well definitely I think the, um, the go-to place would be Instagram okay uh, my Instagram is at the William Boyd okay very simple <laughs> it's, uh, it's at the William Boyd that's my Instagram that's where I update everything uh, yeah keep everybody posted uh, you can also befriend me I guess on Facebook at William Alexander third mm-hmm. but uh, the William Boyd on Instagram and my website is the William Boyd Great. .com. So that's where people can follow me if you're interested.
0: Perfect. Yeah. Um, I have one more question for you. Yeah, if no your if your grandmother could watch The Trespasser, what do you think she would think?
1: I, th- I think if she watched it, she would she would laugh. <laughs> you know that it 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 took. She, she, she would laugh that, you know, she's that this this whole film is about her, you know. Mm-hmm. She'd be so happy because she, she was the one person, she'd always tell me, she like, you're going to go far, you're going to get the success, you look after the family, you're going to do this. She had so much faith in me. Mm-hmm. So the fact that the film was kind of about her, I think that would make her laugh. Great. That's
0: yeah. awesome. Well, thank you for sitting down. Of thank course. Thank you for, thanks down thanks for having me, me man. Taking time out of the festival. It was great mm-hmm. to talk awesome. to you. Yeah. And thanks for listening. For more information on Nifty 2018 presented by Oculus, The Talented Youth, and more emerging filmmakers, check out nifty.org or find us on Facebook and Twitter at NFFTY or on Instagram at niftyfilm. And for more podcasts from Party Fish Media, follow us on social media at PartyFish Media.
1: FISH MEDIA